Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Resilience is My Beauty with yours truly, Tawanta J. What's going on, everybody? How are you all doing? I hope everyone is doing well. You know what's up, honey. Come on in, come on in, come on in. Go ahead and get comfortable. Go ahead, grab you something to drink. Get you something warm, something cool, something relaxing. And come on in our special room and have a sit down. Prop your feet up. (laughs) Take a deep breath in. Exhale slow. What's up? (laughs) What's going on, family? How are you all doing? I hope everybody is doing amazing. How are you hanging in there, y'all? How are you hanging in there? Listen, listen, listen. I know it has been a challenge. It has really been a challenge, you know, for everybody, for the majority, I would say, uh, for standing um, in your home and being safe and all of those things. And I know for some of us, you know, we got to get out just to breathe, you know, just to just to get some fresh air. And nothing wrong with that, you know, as long as you are covering yourself and you are following protocol and all those good things, you know, hey, you know, you enjoying life, right? Um, for me personally, I finally did go outdoors for the first time since March. Yeah, man. <laughs> I finally went outdoors. Um, and it was actually, what, a couple of days ago, actually. I went out uh, along with my daughters and uh, went to Walmart and, uh, you know, pick up some items that I needed to get for myself. And let me tell you, man, it was kind of weird. It was a little bit kind of weird for me because I haven't driven my car since, you know, early March, you know, before uh, the pandemic took place and everything. So it was kind of foreign for me to come out <laughs> and, you know, drive. But, you know, I, I mean, I was cool. I was okay. But I just had to really calm myself down. I wasn't like, like nervous or anything of like that. But at the same time, I was like, wow, this feels so awkward. <laughs> it feels so awkward. And I can imagine how, you know, how it's going to be for the majority of, you know, us folks out there, when um, this restriction is finally lifted, how are we going to feel, you know, finally, you know, uh, moving forward, you know, driving your car, for those of you who haven't driven the car like I have for the past several months, or, you know, actually, you know, traveling or what have you, you know, going on an airplane or, you know what I mean? I mean, it it just, it, how, how are people going to react? You know, it's, it's, I'm telling you, it's something that you're going to have to get used to. Um, and, and, and even with that, you know, when I was my youngest daughter, of course, she has been out with, you know, with her dad, you know, um, going to the store and stuff like that and whatnot. And of course, they, you know, have their mask on and everything like that. So basically, you know, both of them, her and my oldest daughter was pretty much, you know, uh, teaching me. <laughs> First of all, how to put on the mask, okay? (laughs) Um, Yeah, put on the mask. And I mean, child, I was just struggling. I was struggling. And when I put that mask on, man, let me tell you, Lord have mercy. I felt like I was suffocating, okay? I, I, I don't know how. I don't know how, you know, the first responders handle it, but God bless them. I mean, God has gifted them with that, you know, with the power to, to, you know, um, to withstand that, you know, to have the mask on for periods, length of time. 
I applaud y'all because I was just tripping, man. I was like, Lord have mercy. I just need to breathe, you know, so I had to like lift the mask off my nose or something so I could just take a deep breath, man. You know, it was kind of weird for a while and it was irritating me a little bit, but I adjusted, you know, I, I, I adjusted. I didn't get all crazy and, you know, like, like, forget this, I'm taking this thing off so I could breathe. I didn't do that. You know, I kept it on and whatnot. But as soon as I got in that car, honey, I slapped that thing right off. Yes, I did. I took that thing off, honey. You know, which made sense because I was in the car anyway, right? But, you know, for some people, they drive they drive with their mask on too, you know. But, uh, yeah, it took a while, took a minute for me to, uh, you know, to adjust to the new norm, you know, because this is going to be going on for a while, even you know, once, you know, the governor have restrict, you know, have removed the restrictions. Yeah, it's going to be going on for a while. And if you remember what I had talked to you guys before, I was asking you, will you be ready? Are you ready for the new norm? Because, you know, it's going to change our lives in so many different ways, man. And it's already happening now for some people, you know, slowly but surely there's some, you know, some states are actually, you know, have already lifted their restrictions and there are some businesses, you know, slowly opening and, you know, they, you know, have to revamp, you know, had a whole new structure, how to, you know, how to get their business afloat, you know, working with their customers, you know, still have to uh, abide by the six feet separation thing. And, you know, and it, it it's going to take a while to get used to. And, you know, not just in the public setting, but even, you know, in a um, formal setting, you know, such as, you know, church and and whatnot, you know, um, you best believe if you haven't already been receiving any emails or uh, any uh, video feed or anything from your pastor or leaders of your church, you know, um, be prepared. There's going to be some major changes there as well. And, um, you know, it's going to feel awkward. It's going <laughs> to, it might, it might, you know, ruffle some feathers, <laughs> if you will, but, uh, you know, um, it, it has to be done until, you know, they come up with a cure, you know, until they find some remedy and they already in the process of trying out different vaccines on certain people or on people in general to see what really works. And, you know, that they still haven't come to, um, they haven't found one yet. Uh, but you know what? Hey, God is a great God. He has been mighty, mighty good. Uh, to me and I'm pretty sure he's been good to you as well you know and we have to continuously you know count our blessings and be thankful every day every day we have to you know um, make that effort just to say God I thank you for my life my health my strength my family I thank you for all of the things that you have done, right? We have to just continue to look positive, be positive, and have, uh, you know, a positive thinking, a positive mindset in spite of what's going on, you know, around us. And yes, you know, slowly but surely, we have seen some progress, some progression, right? Um, where the numbers are, are, are low in terms of uh, those who have passed away, um, you know, and we noticed in... Uh, in your neighborhood, probably where you are, um, based on the governor's uh, announcements, you know, I'm pretty sure they have been um, coming on live and giving you guys updates 
uh, about what's been happening within your county or within your state or what have you. And the numbers have decreased to some to some point, and it's a that that's a positive note, you know. But in the meantime, you still stay home, stay safe. Um, you know, still follow the the rules, the guidelines, and all those things that has been set. And um, you know, you know, before you know it, you know, we will be able to truly go out, you know, and uh, you know, live our lives accordingly, you know. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, my experience of being outdoors was, uh, was, uh, it was okay. It was okay. And, um, you know, after a while I was getting comfortable getting back into the, into the, the groove of things, you know, and I really didn't do much. I just went to, uh, to Walmart and then of course we stopped at uh Krispy Kreme. Yes, we did, <laughs> you know, cause they have that buy one, um, and get, uh, get one free, uh, deal. And, uh, you know, we went on ahead and treat ourselves to that. And of course we went on ahead and blessed our neighbors with the free one that we bought, you know? Um, and then we just came straight home, you know, it came straight home. It was an adventure. Yes, but I got through it and, uh, it was, it was good. It was good. So I wanted to come on here guys and just talk to you a little bit, you know, um, about, you know, what are you doing right now? Being as though that we're still at home, we're still quarantined for the majority of us out there. And if you remember recently, I had talked to you about, um, you know, are you preparing yourself for the new normal? Um, you know, about, are you preparing, you know, what are you doing to prepare yourself? You know, are you restructuring your life or your, your, your finances? Are you coming up with new ideas? You know, those kind of things, you know, because as I said before, you know, what we have been accustomed to doing before the pandemic came, you know, that is totally not going to be usable. It's just not going to be, it's not going to, um, it's not going to help you just, just, just be real about that because, you know, things have changed completely a lot has changed and we have to prepare ourselves for the new change right now of course you know being as that we are in our space and whatnot and um and uh you know we are trying to adjust to the new to the new normalcy of life and whatnot you know how active are you you know, have you started the new plan? Have you started your new journey? Have you been consistent with it? Because now that we have been in in our homes for more than three months, going on four months now for most of us anyway, you know, you know, we can become kind of um, comfortable, you know, being quarantined. You know, we eventually start to not do as much. You know, we we tend to start you know, just really lax, just get laxed, right? You know, my daughter, my daughters and I, um, you know, now that they don't have school with my youngest one, she has school, but you know, online, but you know, both of them actually, you know, now that they don't have anything active to keep them busy out outside, if you will, they are home and they are just chilling. You know what I'm saying? And they are either FaceTiming their friends or, you know, they're on YouTube or TikTok, of course, (laughs) or they're playing um, Fortnite um, or what have you. And they would just stay up 
to the wee hours of the morning. You know what I'm saying? They stay up to three o'clock, but not four o'clock. The last last time they stay up to like almost six o'clock. I'm like, what? You know, playing Fortnite or just watching movies, you know? Um, and then they will go to bed, but they don't wake up until later on in the afternoon. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, you just slip the day away. You know what I mean? And you have not been productive. You haven't really done anything. And it was becoming a consistent pattern right? It was becoming a consistent pattern. And, you know, eventually, you know, I had to like nip it in the bud for a minute. Like, listen, I understand, you know, you want to, you know, you're having your moment. I get that, but you still have to be, you know, you gotta be, you know, you gotta be smart with your, with your time, you know, because you don't want to, um, cause more harm than good when it comes to your health and all of those things. Um, cause you know, when we start creating a habit, that habit can become a problem eventually. And it can really, you know, keep you off track. You know what I mean? Um, and so they eventually now they go to bed a little bit earlier than, than before. They normally will go to bed like about maybe give or take two o'clock <laughs> versus, you know, five or six o'clock in the morning, you know, playing games or whatever, watching movies. And even me, you know, I'm, you know, I go to bed now like two o'clock if not three o'clock, but I don't even watch TV. You know, I just mostly be, you know, on my phone, um, you know, watching some inspirational, a video on YouTube or listening to a sermon or something or just just totally just you know just watching the you know surfing the web basically <laughs> um and I noticed that you know I've been doing that often and I realized that you know I don't want this to be a normalcy for me you know what I mean? I started out something good I started a, a new plan I started a new agenda there are assignments in my life that definitely needs to be attended to. And I cannot afford to be slacking or being lazy, you know, and totally and, and just, you know, um, mess up the opportunities, you know, that God has set up for my life, that he is setting up for my life. And, you know, so my question to you guys are, you know, are you being slothful? And I know that word slothful is like, huh? What do you mean slothful? You know? <laughs> and um and how did this how did this came about for me? The past couple of days, you know, honestly, God has been putting this word execute in my spirit. And I kept saying, you know, every time that came into my spirit, it's like, okay, I gotta you know, I got to define that, you know what I mean? Because in a way I know what it means, but then I definitely need confirmation, you know, so I go on Google or whatever, and I will go ahead and, um, you know, get the definition of the word execute and all of that stuff like that or whatever. And so I decided to, um, you know, um, you know, find the definition of that. And then I went on the, um, the Bible app and, you know, there is a section where you can, you know, um, there's a section called, uh, plan, you know, you find, you type in a, a certain, uh, topic and there's a listing of, um, you know, um, daily, um, inspirations along with some, um, biblical scriptures that pertains to that subject. So it could be anxiety, it could be about joy, it could be about marriage or whatever it is. So I typed in execute and it was a listing of different, um, 
you know, uh, um, devotionals along with some scriptural um, information there. And I came across one that was really quite, you know, that just really popped out in my face, (laughs) you know, and I clicked on it and I just uh, decided to read it. And it was basically, it started from the scripture of Proverbs 12, 27. And if you are familiar with that in the King James version, it was saying the slothful man uh, roasteth not that which he took in hunting, but the substance of a diligent man is precious. So basically, you know, of course, thank God for this person who had wrote this devotional, you know, he has a mind like I do where he just basically had to define the word slothful. And basically it's, um, you know, it's, uh, it's a Hebrew word and, uh, which stands for, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but those of you who know Hebrew, y'all forgive me, <laughs> but it says, uh, re, so that, I don't know if that is the actual pronunciation, uh, but it says Remaya, which means laxness, laxness, it's L-A-X-N-E-S-S, laxness, uh, slackness, slackening, deceit, tre- treachery, right? And so basically, basically soft, slothful means that you're just not getting the work done, right? You're not finishing the job, basically. And there are a lot of us out there where we have probably started the plan, you know, of what we want to do, what we want or what we are in preparation for. You know, we started out strong, but yet we kind of just slacked off, you know, on our responsibility, responsibilities, right? Because we have gotten comfortable in this normalcy of being home and not really doing anything at home, just being lazy, being slackish or what have you. Right. And this is, this is right here. This is the most sensitive time for all of us, especially the body of Christ. It is the sensitive time for us where we cannot afford to be slothful. We cannot afford to, um, just be chilling, you know, it's one thing to rest in the Lord. And it's another thing of, you know, um, to rest physically resting in God, meaning that you trust him wholeheartedly with your problems, with your issues and concerns that you have talked to him about knowing that he's going to take care of it. 100% so you can rest and be confident in what he says and his promises says in his word about your situation. But in the meantime, we still need to be active, you know, in our physical being in our spiritual being, we still, in our spiritual walk, we still have to be active. We still have to continue with that job, with that assignment, right? There's a lot of us out there that probably are like me, where we have started out something and we started out strong. And, but, you know, after a while, we tend to get a little bit distracted over something or that, 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 that project becomes a little bit more challenging, more difficult, um, or something comes along in the line with your personal life, you know, and you know, it starts to distract you. It starts to mess with your mindset, you know, and you start to trickle off a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Something, you know, just gets you to that position where you're like, well, you know what? I'm just too tired. I'm just going to put it off for now. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to go ahead and just take a breather, take a break. 
right? <laughs> and 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 not and just do what I need to do. Do it, you know, I'm just going to take a break and I'm just going to come back and deal with it later. And later could be next week. It could be two weeks and for some it could be like a month. <laughs> right? And then eventually when you do re- remember you know, what you, what you left behind, what you, you know, what you uh, left off, you like, you know, you don't have that interest or you lose, or you lose hope, right? You just like, I don't know if I want to be bothered now. I don't know if I want to continue with it, you know, because now you, now you're a little bit behind, you know what I'm saying? Um, I know for me, I can only speak for myself. I've been in that position. I have allowed distractions after distractions after distractions to get the best of me. I've, I've, I was never like this when I was in my early twenties or whatever, you know, I was always diligent, always consistent, you know, in my assignment or what, or whatever it was, not just in, in church and ministry, but just in, you know, in my life, you know, when it came to my education, when it came to, you know, working as an administrator and all these other things, whatever the project, whatever the assignment, whatever that I was uh, responsible for doing or completing, I did it diligently. I did it consistently. I did not slack. I did not put it off or anything. I kept going and I, and I burnt that midnight oil. You know what I'm saying? But you know, when the season of married life came in and I blame in marriage, trust me, I'm not, but the, the issues of what comes in that marriage, you know, that what really kind of started me from, you know, um, being, staying consistent, um, in certain areas in my life, you know, and even some choices that I made that also contributed to that too as well. And I didn't realize that it was forming a pattern for me. You know, I was creating this bad habit, you know, where I start off strong and I start off something, I start a new project or whatever it is, and I get excited about it. And after a while, here comes the first challenge or here comes the first hiccup or here comes the first issue or whatever, I would, you know, I would fight through it. I would do what I have to do, but it seemed like nothing is working. It seemed like nothing changed or whatever. Then after a while, you know, I just put it off. You know, I'm like, you know what? I'm just, you know, I'm just going to leave it alone to the side or, you know, I'm just, I deal with it later. That's basically what it is. And that later turns out to be a week or two weeks or not a month or months later. You know what I mean? And not realizing that what I'm doing, it is prolonging the opportunity for my life. It's prolonging, you know, it's putting a halt on, you know, my assignment on, on the things that God has prepared me for. And that's when it becomes, um, you know, a vocal outcry for a lot of us, um, you know, church folk where we like, well, you know, when is my blessing coming and why this is not happening for me? And I did this and I did that, blah, 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 blah. And you may have started doing it, but were you consistent with it? Were you, were you fighting through the, through thick and thin, even when the storm came, even when the hurricane came, even when, you know, when all came, all when hell broke loose, did you still keep going? That's the key question right there, because if you have not been consistent, you know, and if you, you know, if you just say, (laughs) you know what, I just need a break from this or whatever, and you never came back 
you know, but yet here it is at the end of the day, you want, you see your sister friend being blessed. You see your brother being blessed, but yet you looking at your life, but why not me? You know, I've been faithful. I've been honorable. I've been this, I've been that, but have you been consistent in your job? Have you been consistent in your job? So that's what, that's what slothful is all about. The slothful does not complete the job. Slothful is lax. Slothful is halfway completes the tasks that are, that are assigned to you, to that individual. So the question is, are you slothful? Think about that. And you know, when I read this this morning, I was like, whoa. Okay, God. Okay, you are you are getting my attention, and God is so amazing because here it is. He he has a phenomenal uh, assignment prepared for our lives, and He does not want us to be unprepared. He wants us to be consistent. He wants us to be committed. He wants us to be diligent um, in the in you know the 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 plans that, you know, that he has for us, whatever that we are preparing for, whatever we say we're going to do, he expects us to be consistent with it every single day, every single day. Um, and I know for me all these years, and I have read this, this scripture here, Proverbs 12, 7, uh, 27. Um, I've read it numerous of times and slothful is not just in this particular scripture. It's pretty much throughout the Bible too, as well. And it never occurred to me that, you know, I was being that slothful person. Because when you see that about a slothful man roasts not that which he took in hunting, <laughs> you know, you think about a person, yeah, who's lazy and they're not willing to do their part or whatever, but you don't put that along with your life. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? But when you have a revelation like that, it just, it just changes everything. you finally get to see (laughs) what God's been seeing and he wants to help you with that he wants to correct that you know and I believe that's what's going on with the body of Christ right now for some of us out there we have become very slothful you know um in our quarantine uh season okay we have become quite laxing (laughs) okay just be real just be real with it you know yeah you have written down some agendas some plans some things that you definitely want to do that god has been bringing your attention to and all of that and 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 it's great to write down the the vision and all of that stuff but have you been consistent with that have you have you started the task and are you still working on that task even though you're still stuck in the house even though you're still not able to go out and travel and do the things that you've normally been doing are you still doing your thing? Even though there's some restrictions, are you still being consistent? Even though you're not really getting that physical support, you know, are you still working your business? Are you still doing what you are called to do that you say you was going to do, right? That is the question. And I'll be honest with you. I don't think a lot of us are. There's a few of us are that are, you know, are definitely doing the task consistently and diligently, but most of us, we have you know, have been conditioned to do, to stay laxed because we are, you know, we have been forced in quarantine. This season has really changed our, you know, our dynamics of living, right? 
but we should not be so comfortable in this position right now because this is going to change. When the restrictions are lifted, trust and believe God is He's waiting for the people that are going to go full throttle and not get afraid or get distracted and not be unprepared. This is the time for us to be prepared, beloved. This is the time for us to really stay uh, you know, consistent with what we're supposed to do. So if you have a job, if you have an assignment, you know, you have it, but you're not, you know, and you know, um, you know, doing the additional work to to that job to make that job complete or to make it uh, more um, uh, more uh, I won't say exciting, but you have not done the job well. It's like, for instance, you know, like there may be someone or maybe someone in your house or maybe there's like a, a person who works in, um, in a uh, janitorial um, uh, occupation where they say, you know, they clean, they, their, their assignment is to clean the bathroom. But, you know, they go ahead in the bathroom and they, you know, they clean the sinks, they wash the floors, you know, and then they say, okay, well, this bathroom is complete. No, it's not. It's not complete. Because you did not wash the, the toilets. You didn't clean the toilets. But that person, would, but that janitor would probably say, oh, I don't have to worry about cleaning the toilets. The, clo- the toilets can clean itself. Once you flush it, it's clean. <laughs> you know, somebody would say something crazy like that now. For real, for real. <laughs> you know? And you'd be like, No. <laughs> That is not how that works. Your assignment, your job is to clean the bathroom 100% through its entirety. You're supposed to clean that bathroom from the top to the bottom. Every sink, every bathroom stall, okay? (laughs) You're supposed to do that, right? Not half clean, you know? That's just being lazy, you know, it's like, oh, I don't want to clean the toilets, you know, and, and I know it's not a, a, a fun thing to do. I get that. But this is what you applied for. This is your assignment. This is what you were supposed to do. You already knew the protocol. You already knew what you you already knew what you what you were getting into. Right. So why would you say you have, you know, completed it, but completed the, the assignment, but you really didn't give it the effort? You didn't give it the effort. You didn't, you know, um, fight through, you know, um, you know, the, 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 the funkiness, <laughs> if you will, you know, of, of the bath, of cleaning the toilets or whatever you get, you get what I'm saying there's, So there's a lot of us out there. We, we are, we started our assignment. We have started off doing certain things, but we haven't completed it. But in, 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 but some people mindset, they say, yeah, I've I done my part, but you didn't put it away or you didn't, you know what I mean? And it's the same thing with my, with, you know, with my daughters, sometimes, you know, they, they will, uh, especially my youngest one, you know, she, I tell her to clean her dishes, whatever she's used, please clean it up. Now she will go ahead and rinse out the bowl or whatever she had. And, you know, she will go ahead and rinse it and then she will put it in the dish, you know, thing and, 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 you know, and act like it's clean. 
people, if I come behind her and I see that bowl and I'm wiping my hand around the rim inside and I feel residue from the cereal that she ate from, no, this is, this is not clean. Your assignment was (laughs) to clean the dishes and to what? Put it away. Okay. Put it away, you know, and she will, of course, she will get a little irritated or whatever. Like I care, you know, <laughs> love her, but I don't care. You know, I'm trying to teach you, chick. I'm trying to teach you. <laughs> I'm trying to teach you, honey, you know, how to clean up behind yourself. Don't have clean. Your assignment is to clean your space, whether it's the dishes, whether it's her room, whatever it's washing her clothes, you know, don't have do stuff because you know, that you, you start building this habit of just being lazy and being, and get distracted. And then next thing you know, it'll be weeks later and you didn't finish, you know, your first job, you know, whether it was washing your clothes and you finished your, you, you finished washing the clothes, you dried your clothes, but you didn't fold them. They're still in the laundry basket clean, but they're wrinkled now. And that's exactly what has happened with her before, you know, because she got so distracted with, you know, doing her own thing, you know, but this is your assignment. But yet you want me to reward you. You you want me to do this. You want me to do that. But yet you're not, you're not, you know, being diligent in your responsibilities of, you know, doing your work 100%. So we cannot continue to halfway do the uh halfway complete the assignment it has to be done 100%. So right now for those of us who are right now in this quarantine season, you know, as I said before, this is the perfect time to reset, right? This is the perfect time to reset and to really start um, you know, uh reprioritizing your your life your spiritual walk with God, your, your ministry, you know, start connecting with God more to finding out what God has in store for your life. And he may have been trying to get your attention even before this pandemic came into existence. And, you know, you have, you know, you, you written down some things, some instructions or whatever that on your to-do list or whatever, but you never got around to it because of life, because of issues because of whatever. And now that everything has been on pause, been put on halt, there is no reason why we cannot get this assignment accomplished and do it right and do it just, right? And God does not want us to continue to be lazy like this, especially now that things are shifting before our eyes. He cannot afford to have lazy soldiers. He cannot afford to have lazy, you know, radical, you know, uh, people, his people, you know, and, and you know, in the front lines, he just can't deal with that. He needs people that are going to commit. He needs people that, you know, that are going to do the assignment that's going to do the call, the calling on their life without no restrictions, without no restraints or what have you. Are you, are you that person? And he believes, here's the thing. He believes that we are capable of doing this because he has already, he has already uh, given us the tools to make it happen. He has already given us the tools to make it happen. So it's not like we don't, we can't do it. 
right? It's not like, you know, we don't know what to do because God definitely is our teacher and he will, he will direct our paths. He will show us what to do. But we, you know, tend to, you know, get lazy and just, you know, get totally beside ourselves or what have you. And we just like, you know, I just, I just do it, uh, you know, I just put it off to another time or whatever. Or you just irritated because something didn't work out the way you had thought or, you know, you know how we are. We just, we just, you know, we just give up. Some of us give up on, you know, uh, uh, completing the assignment because we are frustrated, you know, um, things didn't work out or that person didn't work out or whatever. You got your feelings hurt or you know, whatever the issues are. And we don't have time for that. God don't have time for that. You know, we need to get over ourselves because it's not even about us anyway. There's work that needs to be done in the kingdom of God. And he has assigned the people that are going to do the job. The question is, are you going to do it? Are you going to commit to what you say you're going to do? Right? So this is just a wake up call for a lot of us out there. You know, um, don't be slothful in your, in your spiritual walk. You cannot afford to just chill right now. You cannot afford just to go ahead and cross your leg and go ahead on your remote control, look for, and look at Netflix to find some type of show to watch. You know what I'm saying? You know, I mean, and I'm, and I'm not saying that, you know, you know, we can't have our downtime. Trust me, we had plenty enough downtime since March. You know, we have plenty enough downtime. Now it's time to get working. Now it's time for us to really, you know, stay, you know, get committed in this man, you know, because I don't want to fall backwards and God don't want me to fall backwards. We don't want to go back into where we were, you know, before, before this pandemic hit us. We don't want that. And I know you don't, right? So we definitely need to own up to our words and activate on what we say we're going to do. And, you know, and, and be consistent in our assignment, work, do the job, plain and simple, you know, make use of every opportunity, right? Make use of every opportunity. That's what a diligent person does. You know, everything they find, they make use of it. Whatever it is that you come across, make use of it. Don't just put it to the side, you know, and and expect that thing going to fix itself. No, you get up and you figure it out, (laughs) you know, and and, and God will assist you on that. You know, there's some things that a lot of us, you know, we like, God, I don't know what I'm getting myself into here. But God, you know better than I do. And I know you will give me um, you will give me the instructions uh, as to how, you know, to execute there's that word, how to execute, um, this plan, you know, for this ministry. Right. And, you know, now more than ever, I truly, you know, am sensing in my spirit that God is making a major shift, um, in my life more than ever. And, you know, you know how we, as people, we have an agenda, we have plans, we have schedules that we have set out or laid out, you know, whether it's for a class, whether it's for, you know, for a group or a meeting or what have you, and pretty much have been using that same structure, that same plan for quite some time, right? And it has worked, of course, you know? And we got comfortable with that. We may change a little bit here and there, whatever, because time has, you know, changed somewhat or whatever. But overall, we keep the same format, right? But now 
Here's a major thing that just took over our lives and it has completely changed the trajectory of our, of our lifestyle. And now we have to start, you know, uh, you know, start a new, a new, uh, a plan, a new outline for our life. We have to restructure this whole format that we have been so, uh, consistent in, you know, that we have been comfortable in utilizing, you know, but God, but God is saying, no, I have a better plan. You know what I mean? Some things that we put out there, like we have, you know, you know, we write our plans or our agenda for the day or for the week, you know, and a lot of us believe that, you know, this is what I'm going to do for this day, or this is what I'm going to do for the week. But then it doesn't turn out the way you had hoped. And a lot of us get a little bit irritated, get a little bit mad, <laughs> you know, and we were really depending on what this, you know, depending on that thing to happen, but it didn't happen. And then we like, God, why did this not happen for me? I wanted this job or I wanted it, you know, but we did not consult God with the plans that we had written down on paper. You know, God wants us to put down, you know, the ideas that comes across our hearts and our minds or whatever. But at the same time, you got to understand that God has the final say so. He, He is in control of our lives anyhow. And I'm not saying that everything that we put down is not going to work. There may be some things that, you know, that definitely is part of God's plan, but it may not work according to your plan, right? It may not work the way you have been accustomed to seeing it work all your life or most of your life. You see what I'm saying? And, you know, and, and that sometimes kind of hinder us. We get so irritated or whatever, you know, we like, okay, I, you know what? I'm just going to just take a break, you know, because every time I do something, every time something happens, you know, you know, every time I make an effort or whatever, something shifts, something stops it, something's blocking it or whatever. And I'm just, you know, I'm just tired. I don't want to deal with it, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, God is saying, I have something better. I have something better. And I want you to trust me on that. Do you trust me? Right? You know, the plans that you have written out, the the agenda, the schedule, all of those things. Forget it now. Forget it. Now we have to listen to what God is is telling us and what he what he wants to reveal to us. And, you know, and and things going to be moved a little bit faster than normal. Things are going to be shifted differently than normal, than how we have originally had it set up, you know, previously. And when God, when God moves, (laughs) get ready, we got to (laughs) move, you know? And I just believe that's what God is doing in my life right now in terms of where he's been directing me. And, you know, and he wants me to be, you know, to execute on the things that, uh, that, uh, that he has been showing me and that what I've said I want to do that I need to do right now and all of that, because he loves me so much, you know, I'm not taking it as like a punishment or, or whatever. I'm like, yes, Lord, I'm going to, I'm definitely going to do this thing. Cause I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back. Uh-uh. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. I don't want to go back broke, busted and disgusted or irritated and stressed out and overwhelmed and anxious. And no, <laughs> I, I'm not doing that, you know? So yes, you know, um, I, I had a wake up call this morning, you know, about being that slothful, uh, person. And like I said, you know, um, a lot of us, and especially in the body of Christ, we are also, 
you know, living this slothful life. And we definitely have to be careful about that. We definitely got to, you know, ask God, Lord, deliver me from my laziness. Deliver me from my slackness. Help me, God, to complete the assignment so so I, so you can upgrade me to the next assignment, right? Because when we don't complete the assignment, we, we are held back. And it's not God that's holding us back. It's us, okay? It's us. It's not him. We, 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 you have to understand that. You know, we want the blessings. We want all of this stuff. And we see our peers getting blessed and tremendously blessed financially or, you know, with a job or whatever it is. And then we look at ourselves like, well, why is not me? You know, why I'm not getting blessed? I wish it was me, blah, blah, blah. But it could be you. And it can be you if you would just shift things around in your life. You know, and not get so comfortable in your in your laxness, mm. right? And right now, this is this here where we are in our quarantine season. You know, this this is not comfortable. It shouldn't be comfortable for you. And I don't mean comfortable in far as you know, like just being in the house, or like you just want to go outside and just. No, I mean in your spirit life, you should not be comfortable. You should be in a position where you should be like, God, I'm totally excited. I cannot wait, you know, to get out and get running and run this race and go ahead and, you know, minister and be a blessing to people and to bring the bring uh, people to you, oh God, and really change, you know, the, the, the mindset of, of young people or, you know, whatever that God has given you the gift, he's given you the skills to do. And now he's given you insight, you know, throughout this process, throughout this quarantine season, he's been speaking to you and showing you some things and whatnot. And you are just totally lit, man. You like, oh my God, I cannot wait to get out that door. I cannot wait. And yes, thank God for the technology where, you know, we are going on and having these um, conference meetings on Zoom and all the other outlets out there. And that's amazing. But, you know, you know, it's not the same when you are really with, you know, with that person face to face, you know, physically being with that person. And I know, I know um, we still got to keep our distance and all of that. I get that. But that, too, is going to be temporary. Okay, that too is going to be temporary, but but still, you know, we need to be consistent. No matter what is going on in our personal life, what's what, what's going on in in the economy, what's happening right now, you don't be concerned about that. God is already taking care of all of the issues that you have been stressing about, crying about, praying about, screaming about, yelling about, all of that. He has that all taken care of. He just wants you to trust him and to do the work that he has given you the ability to do. Because you're not missing any tools. You're not missing anything. You are fully equipped to handle the work. Just start out doing what he wants you to do. For me, it's just to write down all the ideas. It may not make sense at the beginning, you know, but just write it down. And I just, just go ahead and just say, God, you will give me instructions as to what I need to do. You will help me with this situation. You will help me with this plan. You will help me with this idea, right? And definitely to get more, get, to get more depth into His Word. Definitely that, because that is the thing. We definitely got to get into His Word if none of if 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 we have not been doing that already. It's so important. But make every use of opportunity, guys. Seek and submit to God's way of doing things, and that's what you have to do. You have to seek 
to God's ways and you have to submit to his way. Don't submit to yours. Do not lean on your own understanding. Do not continue to fall into that habit, you know, like, oh, you may get, when you get irritated or you get annoyed, <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, forget this. I'm done. You know, no, 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 no. You just say, God, just give me patience. Help me, oh God, to just, to, um, to listen to you, you know, and to blot out all the excess noise. How about that? Right. And he would do that for you. He would do that for you. Right. Surrender to God's plan. You got to surrender to his plan. 100%. As I said before, it's okay for us to write down our agendas or the, you know, the things that we would like to accomplish, you know, that, that we like to accomplish for that day, if not for the week or what have you. It's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. But when you are done with that, you go ahead and talk to God. You pray to God about it. Say, God, these are the plans that I will, that I desire to accomplish. But let your will be done, O oh Lord. Because at the end of the day, he's the one that's ordering your steps, right? Surrender to Christ and let God lead the work of your hands. Your hands is what is going to, is, is, is what's going to open up the opportunities of your life. Whatever you put your hands on is going to be a blessing. You are blessed to be a blessing, right? There is great power in all of us. And that power needs to be, uh, needs to be, um, needs to be produced out to people out there that, you know, that needs to be, uh, encouraged that needs to be, um, invigorated that needs to be inspired, you know, cause there's a lot of people out here, man, that are really, really going through right now, you know, and it's not even so much about the financial issue. It's more internal. It's more, you know, mental than anything. Right. And we definitely need to be uh, available to uh, for the needs of people out there and to remind them that everything is going to be all right. You know, everything is going to be all right. And you are a living testimony to and the proof, you know, of what you are saying to that individual. You go ahead and be that um, open book, right, to share your testimonies to people. You know, not to scare them or anything, but just let them know just how good God is and how he's been good in your life in spite of, in spite of the challenges, in spite of, you know, the health scare, in spite of, you know, the job loss, yet God is your supply house. He constantly, continuously, without fail takes care of you and your family. And he can do the same thing for that individual as well. I know for sure that God has, is doing that for me and my family. And, you know, yes, God has completely, you know, uh, delivered me in a lot of areas in my life. He has, and he still continues to help me through a lot of areas in my life. You know, um, there are some things that I have, like I said, started out years ago, you know, creating this comfort zone of, you know, not doing, um, not completing my task or assignment of any kind, not just in the ministry, but just in my personal life and my professional life and all of that. And, you know, only God is the one that, uh, is, um, is, is helping me because I want him to, I want to be changed from the inside. out. I want to be changed from my mindset, you know, and ask God to give me the strength, you know, to, to complete the assignment for that day 
or, you know, or just add in a little bit more uh, towards that assignment, you know, so I don't have to, you know, um, when the next day comes that I have to, you know, uh, complete yesterday's work. And then I got to start focusing on today's work. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? You know, cause there's a lot of people who, who does that, you know, like they put things off and then weeks later they come back to it. And now they like a couple of weeks behind. Now they got to catch up. They got to catch up so they could be right on target with everybody else or just be ahead of everybody else. How about that? Right? So yeah, God doesn't want us to be lazy. He doesn't want us to be slothful in our ministry. He wants us to be consistent. He wants us to be diligent, you know, and that's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, we have to be consistent. We have to be diligent. You know, it's a choice. It is a choice, but I think you need to choose the right choice. Come on. Cause every time when we, when we do the right thing, you know, the, the blessings is going to be beautiful. You know, God is going to reward you in every area of your life, right? And it's just a joy, just a joy to know that what you are putting out there is going to be a blessing to so many people. It's going to be a blessing to so many people, right? And I know a lot of us are dealing with so much out there. We are dealing with a lot of personal issues, a lot of emotional issues, a lot of mental issues, a lot of physical issues, a lot of financial issues. We are dealing with stuff. You hear me? And, you know, I get it. I get it. Um, and it's a cha- and it's a challenge to try to, st- to keep your mind focused, you know, on the promises of God. It's, it's a challenge to just to open up your mouth and say, God, I trust you. God, I, I know you're going to work this thing through. I know you're going to take care of this right now. I know, I know, I know. Help me, God, to not lean on my own understanding. Help me, God, not to continue to look at the issues or the problems or this you know, this, this drama that I'm going through right now. And I, and I'm speaking this truth for, uh, about my life right now, um, as we speak. And, um, I've been having this concern for, um, for about a couple of weeks now, for a couple of weeks, I've been having this concern. And, you know, after I had, you know, the, the virus and everything, you know, um, and it took a while for, for it to really get out of my system. And if you remember, I told you during that first week when that, when the um, virus really came into my life, I, I had fevers, you know, I had the fever for like five, six days straight back and forth, you know, the fever breaks and then it comes back, breaks, it comes back, blah, blah, blah. Um, my fever wasn't ranking like a hundred and five or whatever. It was like a hundred, 101. That's how far, that's how high it went. Now, not noting, not, not realizing that after the fact that, you know, that it was stressing my, you know, it was stressing my hair. My whole body was, was stressed, you know, because of that virus. Cause that virus really did some serious craziness, you know, to my body and not realizing that, you know, the aftermath, you know, um, has caused some things, you know, to happen in my life, in, in my body. And particularly where, you know, um, I have noticed that I'm losing my hair. Now I'm just keeping this raw and real for y'all. Okay. I'm keeping it raw and real. Now, um, when I finally had washed my hair, once I had the strength to do that, you know, my hair did grow tremendously. You know, even when I was sick, you know, I didn't really comb my hair every day because I was too weak to do that. And when I did have the strength, I did comb it out. But my hair was so puffed up because of the sweating and stuff that it was just really hard to manage to comb it through. But I did get through it. Um, But after maybe several weeks later, I'd had the energy to wash my hair and, you know, condition it and 
blow dry the, the, the normal routine that I've always been doing um, when it comes to washing my hair. Now, when my hair was clean and everything, you know, I moved on with the day, the days or whatever. And then the next thing I know, when I started to comb my hair, I was just getting globs of hair in my comb. And I've never, ever, ever, I won't say I never experienced it before because I have, but it was because of stress issues earlier, earlier years in my life or whatever. But this was just something that just took me really off guard because I was just not prepared for that. And it started to just come out. And every time I comb my hair, it just started to come out and coming out and coming out. And I'm like, what in the world is happening? And I'm not talking about breakage because I had that too. I'm talking about the whole hair. You see the follicle right on the top of the tip of the hair. It completely comes out. So my hair has been thinning out for the past couple of weeks. Now I have called my uh, hairstylist and I've been explaining it to her what's been going on. I'm not under any medication or anything like that or whatever. But, you know, it has been brought to my attention that maybe since I had the virus and I had the fevers for those long length of times or whatever, that it could be the symptoms after the fact that my hair has been so stressed and all of that, that eventually it just started to just shed. And that's, and I believe that's what's going on. What other reason could it be? Because <laughs> I'm a healthy person, thank the Lord, you know. So, you know, there's a lot of things that, you know, and I'm just throwing this out there because it's a distraction, yes. But I have to keep on trusting God that he's restoring my hair, even though the hair is falling out of my head, but yet God is still restoring my hair. But that, that, that should not be the major concern right now that I need to stay focused on the assignment that God is doing for me because whatever issues that you are dealing with that is very heavy and is very unexpected, yes, it will put you in a position to stop doing what you're doing. It will stop you, but don't let it stop you. This is when you have to trust God 100% and give it to him and let him deal with it. He knows what's going on. Here's the thing. God had already said yes to certain things that the enemy was, you know, wants to do in your life. Come on now. And he's, and he also has a line where the enemy cannot cross. Come on now. Right? So God is fully aware of whatever is going on in your life. And guess what? He is the same God that's going to restore. Okay. And you got to believe in that. You got to believe in that. So whatever is going on in your life right now, beloved, I'm going to tell you right now, do not give up on yourself. Do not give up hope. Do not, do not give up at all. Keep consistency going on in your life. Continue to be uh, diligent in your assignment. Do not be slothful. Do not be lazy. God is working things out for your good. We're going to close up with a prayer. I want to say thank you to all of you who are listening right now. I hope this come came in right on time for you. Uh, again, I love you. Thank you for the support. You are amazing. Um, we will be back again next week to continue on talking more about whatever God wants me to talk about. Okay. But I want you guys to keep me in your prayers and likewise, I keep you in prayer. So God, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this platform that I'm able to connect with my family. I pray that all is well with every single individual that is listening to the sound of my voice. I ask you, Father God, to help us to stay consistent 
with the assignment that you have given us, oh God, help us to stay consistent uh, in, in the calling in our lives, oh God. Whatever that has been a distraction to us, oh God, help us, oh Lord, to trust you enough to let to let you take care of it so we can be focused on the calling of our life. Help us not to be slothful. Help us, oh, not to be lazy, but to be diligent and to be consistent and to be persistent into the ministry, into the calling that you have for our lives. I give you the praise, oh Lord. This is the day that you have made and we we will rejoice and be glad in it in spite of. We thank you today. In Jesus' name, amen.